It was pretty full on weekend for me. I learnt a lot. I got involved in seven crashes, and only one was my fault, really. But um, yeah, I just I tried to like analyse everyone, and you know, all the six that I got involved in, I couldn't figure out a way. I could have done things different. You know, it's um, it's just this style of that racing, and something I have to accept. Um, you got to run the risk of getting that good result, but you're probably going to get into a crash, and it's a uh, amazing mindset to go racing with something i've never had to do before going to a race thinking you know it's 50 50 whether you'll crash or you won't so it's uh it's pretty different going into daytona did you have certain ideas of what you thought was what it was going to be like and then did those uh, preconceived notions change at all uh not really i try never to have any expectations i did as much study as i could got a lot of advice from good people but until you feel when you're out there and you know it's you're going like three seconds a lap faster when you're in the pack and when you're the fourth or fifth car there's just no air and you're sliding around like crazy it's like drifting into the corners at 300 it's or 180 whatever it is in your language but it's um yeah it's a it's a, it's a crazy feeling and until you feel it you, you don't really know and obviously daytona and atlanta are different but there are some similarities so what did you feel like you learned from daytona that you could apply this weekend uh just knowing how to place the car to get air on it to change the balance and grip and how to stay in line and then you know learning the proximity of the car to the wall on the right side it took me a while to know where the right side of the car was just learning the width of the car i hadn't really driven around people we did some single file stuff in practice but no double file so i was always a bit a bit, um, you know, given a little bit too much space than I should have early on. And that cost me at the start. I was following AJ, my teammate, and I just kept pulling out a line, which sent us backwards. So I got better at that. But at the end, my car was a bit too beat up to do much with it. Bob Parker's Fox Sports have two. First off, like, so was last weekend fun? Uh, one of the races was. The other wasn't. and have you been keeping up with uh, supercars at all have you watched anything yet from Bathurst will you or are you trying to make a clean break from it no I watched it like I got a lot of friends uh, drivers and team people and I watched practice one that was on at a decent hour and it was a weird feeling like it's been 17 years of driving out pit lane with all those people so yeah it was it was shame to miss it but I guess um, you know I had fun I feel like I belong here I feel like I've definitely done the right thing for my career and racing enjoyment so um, I'm not I'm not missing it I don't feel like let's go to Kelly Crandall and then Dustin Long Kelly Crandall racer.com Shane it's a small sample size but between Daytona last weekend and then the events you ran last year you were also a spectator some weekends last year what's been the takeaway so far of just the atmosphere in the garages and being here in NASCAR and maybe um, have, I'm hoping you felt you have felt welcome in the yep. garages. <laughs> yeah, it's been awesome. All the teams are awesome. The people and the fans as well are really cool. It's um, been great to see that response. But um, yeah, this style of weekend is different. I never really go to a track on a Friday morning, qualify and then you know race tomorrow and home that night. Like normally our weeks have been five or six days. So. It's a big change for me doing these short weekends, but it's um, it's pretty cool. I like the routine of it. You know, we got home Monday, two days at home, and all three days, and then come to a race again. It's um, it's a cool routine to be part of, and hopefully, I feel like that in 30 weeks from now. Go ahead. Let me follow up on that because it's short weekends, but as you said, it's going to be a longer year than I believe you've you've done with with racing. 
like a longer season? Uh, not really. Like our our season is longer, but less races. We normally end up finishing in December. Okay, so it's going to be more back-to-back -back weekends. It's, yeah, for sure. Have you thought much about that and just maybe anything you have to do differently to just keep yourself physically and mentally in this every weekend? Uh, I don't know. I don't try not to get too deep about it. I love racing, you know, and the routine of it. As soon as, you know, Daytona was over, I was already watching these races on boards, trying to study and trying to get as much as I could from the engineering group at Corlig to prepare me for this. So, yeah, I, I love racing, so hopefully it, or it shouldn't wear me out, yeah. Let's go to Dustin Long. Dustin Long, NBC Sports. Shane, you mentioned being involved in seven crashes last weekend. Normally for you, is that the equivalent of a season's worth or two seasons worth from what you, I mean, give me a sense of what, how long it would take for you to be involved in seven crashes in a, in a normal year for you? Uh, I think I had two or three last year, like it's crazy. And then our cars last year, especially were just made out of glass. Like I thought my race was over, especially in Xfinity, I got out at the end and I expected it to be ruined and it wasn't too bad. You know, the suspension was bent and the fenders were pushed in, but it didn't look as bad as I thought. Like the cars are, are so tough here. It's um, pretty impressive what they can take. What is that? Um, you mentioned earlier just the different mindset. How, yep. what is it like to have that mindset, that idea? Because obviously in what you raced, that was never much of a thought. Um, and it has to be a little bit more of a thought. You see the, the highlights of some of the big hits, knowing you're going to do that, or that could be, I mean, that could be your situation. How, how, how do you shape your mind for something like that? Yeah, not only that, but also the results as well. I think I read a stat somewhere that there's only five guys with a top 10 finishing rate of 50% of, or better. So I used to go to a track, and if you weren't top three on a weekend, it's a disaster. So having that results mindset has been a huge switch as well. So being a part of a rookie makes accepting that easier, and I just got to settle in and you know shoot for top 15s, then top 10s, try and get some consistency. But... Yeah, when you look at even the top guys' results last year, they're all over the place week to week. It's um, yeah, it's very different, you know, different uh, way to approach races. And one last thing is, obviously Daytona, Daytona 500. That's the the biggest event for the stock car series. Um, you know, you've somebody coming over, and so that was a new experience. You know, the sport's growing, trying to reach more international superstars to come over, potentially come over for the Daytona 500. How do you talk to anybody that would be of interest in it? Because I'm sure that they would, their first thought would be, why do I want to grace in this? Because I got a 50% chance of, of crashing. Yeah. How, how do you, how might you talk somebody through, you know, another international superstar like yourself? Yeah, I don't know if uh, I'd tell them to come and do that event for the first one, but it's definitely a cool experience for me to be a spectator and, you know, the pre-race show, seeing the stands full on a Monday as well. Like it was, it was pretty awesome to be a part of and to watch, but yeah, as an outsider to come in and just jump straight into that race, it would be super difficult to to perform well, you know, compared to like the street circuit was for me. So yeah, I don't I don't know if I'd advise someone to come and do that for their one off. Let's go to Chris Knight. ChrisKnightCatchFence.com. Uh, Shane, I know that you only got four good laps in during the ARCA race on on uh, was that Friday night? Yeah. Um, so 
will you return to the series? And is it a possibility that we could see you do triple duty at Talladega to get some more drafting experience? I got my license now, so hopefully not. <laughs> so you don't have any arc other arc races on your schedule? Uh, I don't know. Like, the car was fun and the team was fun, but when the race started, like, I'd never done, you know, gone too wide before, and my spotter was awesome, and he was a bit pushing me more than I wanted to to start with. Um, but it was good. We needed to clear some people. So the first lap, I was three wide on the trioval, shitting myself. And then I got around got around one and two and cleared everyone. And, man, that was awesome. And then I just seen everyone swapping lanes, and I was too far ahead. Like, I think we already got into the top 20, so I couldn't really get out at that point. And then, yeah, it was just mayhem. The rest of the race, just lapping, I just stayed well off the back of the pack. And still got involved in stuff it was um it was carnage but ticked it off we'll go to deb williams and then lee spencer deb williams auto week you mentioned about having to adjust to racing around the cars you did a lot of work on the sim so what was the big difference that you noticed from what you worked with the sim to actual race uh well just on sim you don't really do the super speedway stuff but just feeling what the air does to cars and that's unfortunately I spun a guy out he was passing me at a speed and I went to slot in line and I didn't realize how much the side draft would slow him up so like he was passing me pretty quick and as soon as I got beside him he, it was like he let off the throttle and I just got his rear bumper like that kind of stuff you don't learn until you feel it so unfortunately it was at his expense but now I kind of know what things do but it's crazy at this speed how much the air affects the car so i'm sure it's going to be like that here tenfold you know into a corner with more radius yeah lee spencer after your comment earlier to chris you might want to look into a depends sponsorship i'm just thinking what's but that a depends sponsorship they're adult diapers but anyway oh. <laughs> um, just kind of curious, have you found that your fan base from New Zealand and perhaps Australia have followed you over here at all? Yeah, it's been pretty cool seeing how um, how excited everyone was for it. And it became available on TV now in New Zealand, so it was cool everyone watching that. And, yeah, like the interest has been pretty surprising and, um, yeah, pretty, um, pretty cool feeling actually to have so many people follow me over and all the news sites over there following each race it's um yeah it's really cool to see and what do you what have you found to do for fun because i mean new zealand has incredible golf courses and yep. beaches and climbing uh, you know hiking all kinds of different things what are yep. you doing here to kind of relax have fun uh not much it's been mainly just all racing stuff but yeah found a few good woods trails to run around with the dog and girlfriend stuff like that it's been been pretty cool it's a nice area where we are and in, in mooresville pretty relaxed and close to everything, which is good. So I've been enjoying it so far. Are there any final questions for Shane? We'll go back up to Bob Hockris. I know you did the one race at IRP, but was that the most racing you'd ever done at night? And was that any different for you? No, I've done the Rolex and Le Mans 24 before, so done a fair bit of racing at night. But I'd never started one like last Friday at 11 or whatever that was, yeah.